Welcome into another episode of Dads in Time Out. This is your host, Jesse Williams, a.k.a. J. Will. And real quick, I would like to do a little promo. This is the podcast where the dads, me, J. Will, and Ian, a.k.a. Neon Hull, talk about sports as two dads who have to do this in our spare time, usually while we're on breaks at work so we can spend time with our families. It's dads that need a timeout to take a timeout to give you a timeout for sports. So I do most of the podcasting and Ian is behind the scenes editing videos and posting audio and giving ideas for the pod and he's doing a great great job of that. And a lot of the t- a lot of times y'all don't see what we talk about on a text message, but you do see us interacting on Twitter and stuff like that. And so Let's go ahead and get into the topic of the day, and it's the college football playoff. And I know we already talked about the college football playoff and a little bit of the expansion, but today I got a wild hair, and I decided to see if we did a 16-team field, how that would work, and how the games would work, and how to make it a little more interesting to tie in some of the bowl games. So the national championship game will probably be awarded to Jerry World, because Jerry Jones would probably jump at the idea of putting the national championship game in Dallas. The only problem with that would be is if the Cowboys ever make the playoffs, that would be an issue um, depending on if Dallas had a home playoff game that weekend. And so they might put that at Glendale, Arizona. That's always been a popular site. But let's go ahead and get into this conversation. So basically... The SEC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the Big 12, the ACC, and even the AAC will get automatic bids. But let's say that just the Pac-5 get automatic bids and there would be 11 other teams that get at-large bids based on strength of schedule record. I think we would throw some of the computer metrics back in there from the BCS. We'd still have a committee, but the committee would have to be well represented. It can't just be the guys in the Power 5. You would have to basically have representatives from every conference. And so in doing this with an expanded playoff, you would have the potential of a team playing four games in the playoffs. So what we would do is we would shorten the season to 10 games. And so every conference would be required to play at least eight conference games. I know some teams play nine, but what you could do then is schedule two out-of-conference games to help your strength of schedule, which would be like if Florida played Oklahoma, USC and Alabama, Wisconsin and LSU, stuff like that. And so no FBS games would count as wins and ranking points. Now, the problem with this whole scenario is that it... So the NCAA is predicated on money. Everybody knows that. And a lot of these smaller schools or not power five schools getting money, a lot of money and a buy and a payout to play these bigger schools. And it gets their players better ready for their conference season. So this isn't going to be a perfect system to where a bunch of teams outside the power five would normally get in, but you're going to get a couple. And so I think with the 16 team field, that's kind of where you would start. And so we're also going to discuss how this would work with the the schedule. So what we decided to do is that the, uh, 
The quarterfinals and the semis would rotate between these bowl games. So it would be the Orange Bowl, the Rose Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and the Capital One Bowl. That's just shooting off the top of the head what I picked. Of course, you got the Orange Bowl, the Rose Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl already being the old BCS Bowls, and they're already the, the New Year's Six Bowls. We threw the Cotton Bowl and the Capital One Bowl in, maybe the Peach Bowl, maybe another bowl, just depending on. And, and I think you could even let these bowls bid. And I know that's going to throw off some of the historic matchups between like the Big Ten and the Pac-12 in the Rose Bowl and then the Orange Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl and the Sugar Bowl and stuff like that. But hey, it's not a perfect world. You can't always get what we want. And if I'm missing a bowl game, you can let me know. Um, and so the round of 16 would be the home of the higher seed. So you could still get a home game. If you're a high seed, you get rewarded by that. Now, another thing that we need to discuss is that the top the top five automatic or top five or six, and this year we'll do six because Cincinnati would be an automatic qualifier. You don't automatically get a home game just because you win a conference championship. You get rewarded by getting into the playoff. But if you have a, a, a less stellar record than an at-large team, you may end up having to play on the road. So what we did was we took the top 16 teams. Well, we tried to take the top 16 teams. And we decided that those top 16 teams would get in, except for this year, USC was the Pac-12 champ, and they actually ended up being number 17. So BYU still gets screwed because the Pac-12 representative was actually 17. So this is a list in order of who gets in the playoffs. So the number one seed, and this is based on last year's college football standings going into the playoff. So the number one seed from the SEC automatic bid conference champion would be Alabama. The number two seed would be the ACC Automatic Bid Conference Champion, Clemson. The number three team would be the Big Ten Automatic Bid Champion, Ohio State. And number four would be at-large Notre Dame. Number five would be an at-large Texas A&M. Number six would be the Big 12 Champ, Oklahoma. At number seven, you would have the at-large Florida. At number eight, you would have the um, AAC Champ, Cincinnati. Then number nine, at-large Georgia. Number 10, the at-large bid, Iowa State. Number 11, at-large Indiana. Number 12, at-large Coastal Carolina. Now, I switched 13 and 14 for a reason. So 13 was originally North Carolina, but I moved up Northwestern to 13. We'll discuss that in a minute. Number 14 would be at-large North Carolina, which was originally 13. Number 15 would be at-large Iowa. And then number 17, USC, bumps up to 16 to get in as a Pac-12 champion. And it kind of sucks for BYU. But I wonder if these rankings would have been a little different if the committee that doesn't exist, because it would be a totally different committee, probably not athletic directors. It would probably be college football experts, insiders, guys that actually would be able to dedicate their time to doing this. We don't want a whole lot of conference bias and representation. So the reason that we switched Northwestern to North Carolina is in the first round, we wanted to avoid, if at all possible, any conference rematches of games that have already been played. So it makes it more interesting. So number one, Alabama would host number 16, USC. So USC gets in the playoff by being a champion, but they get penalized by having to play the number one seed, Alabama, because they did lose a game. Now, I think had they beaten whoever the last team that USC played, I think they lost their last game. 
And I know they had a lot of games canceled for COVID, so we're going to hopefully there won't be any COVID cancellations in this scenario. So number two, Clemson would play at home against number 15, Iowa. Ohio State would host number 14, North Carolina. Notre Dame would host Northwestern. So what we did is we didn't want North Carolina and Notre Dame playing since they were in the same conference last year, so to say. And we didn't want Ohio State and Northwestern playing a rematch. So Ohio State would play number 14, North Carolina at home. Notre Dame would host Northwestern. A&M would host Coastal Carolina. Congratulations, you get in. Oklahoma would host Indiana. So Oklahoma's 6, Indiana's 11, A&M's 5, Coastal Carolina's 12. Oklahoma would yeah would host Indiana. Florida would host Iowa State, which would probably be a great game. We actually get a rematch of Cincinnati versus Georgia, which was the uh, bowl game that they played in this year. And so this is all very interesting because it's just so interesting that people want a playoff and we had the potential to maybe still have the same final four and so what you would have to do like i said is you would have to shorten the regular season because you don't want a team potentially playing 15 16 games in a season these are still college athletes and so the other question that we would have is whether or not conferences would still play conference championship games now in this model they all played a conference championship game because you're essentially you are adding two rounds to the playoff you're going from four to 16 and you still get four teams from the sec four teams from the big 10 three teams from the acc so right there there's 11 of your 16 you get the automatic bid from the american athletic conference that's 12 you get the automatic bid from the pac 12 you get two teams from the Big 12, and then you get your one non, your other non-Power 5 in Coastal Carolina. This isn't the all-in, be-all fix that everyone, I think, is looking for, but it does provide an interesting scenario to where you would still get home games in the first round, and then you could rotate the bowl games. We initially decided that we were going to try to put all the games at bowl sites another idea that was floated was okay so you could play these games at neutral sites that aren't tied to bowl games because i guess six and six kentucky or seven and five um whatever seven michigan still needs to would still need yeah i threw michigan under the bus there would still deserve to be rewarded a bowl game because they're bowl eligible and hopefully all these bowl games come back. Now, obviously, this is not something that has been implemented. This is just a dad's in timeout, Jay Will idea that me and Ian both thought was kind of fire. And so we kind of threw this out there. I still think Alabama wins the national championship. Now, there are some risks involved in this. You have more travel. You do have... But, but the thing about this scenario is that... The conference champion, so you might have to move the national championship game back a week to make room for this, but it also takes away the big long breaks in between games. And with the season being shortened, the conference championship games would probably move to Thanksgiving weekend, which would be a great revenue boost, I think. And then you could also start the playoff the following week or even give a, a little buy in between to give them an extra buy week. And then you could also pop potentially put a bye week in between the 
semifinals in the championship game, though I'm not a big fan of that. I want the teams to be as sharp as possible. Other things, injuries come into play, and then a lot of the records that people hold because the schedule's now going from 12 to 10 games. I would even be in favor of maybe allowing it to be 11, but that's just another idea that we had. And so, you hear some noise in the background. Um, I'm outside my job, so there's a FedEx truck outside and a Walmart truck. But let me guys know what you think. I think this is a pretty good situation to where you could get 16 teams in the playoff. You have some non-Power 5 representative, in this case three, Cincinnati, Coastal Carolina, and I guess that'd be the only two. It'd be Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati. The rest is Power 5. Of course, BYU gets null and void because they drop out because of, the, of the number 16 team being USC from the Pac-12. Though I do think in a regular season, I think that the Pac-12 would have got more consideration because they would have played more games and you could really see who that champion would have been. And maybe you get a team inside the top 14 and maybe one of those Big Ten or ACC teams at the very bottom drop out. But let me guys know what you think. Um, would you be in favor of the conference championship game still being played? Would you, are you in favor of the shortened season? Are you in favor of the non-FBS games being counted? Are you in favor of the first round being awarded home field to the higher seed? Or do you think we could play those at neutral sites like a Wrigley Field because there's no baseball going on in December? You could play it at a Yankee Stadium. You could play it at a Superdome. You would have to manage conflicts with the NFL though. But if this is promoting college football as a way that you could even use it to promote the draft to where you get to showcase the best 16 teams on a national stage, and then you could have TV contracts with ESPN and Fox, and you could even let the SEC Network and the ACC Network get involved, or you could have NBC get involved in this thing. You could have CBS get involved. You could have just ESPN2. I mean, you could just have these games all nationally televised, all showcasing the great young talent in college football. So let me know what you guys think. If you think it's crazy, let me know. But until next time, this has been an episode of Dads in Timeout, taking a timeout for sports to give you a timeout to let you guys know what we think. Until next time, this has been your host, Jesse Williams, a.k.a. J. Will. Until next time, signing off.